Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance and It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan. Since the dawn of cinema, there has always been the pleasure for movie stars to project the right image, especially women. But in the last quarter century, the demand to look great at Hollywood red carpet events, premieres, and award shows has almost become a full-time job. Today, we are spotlighting Hollywood award shows. My favorite. So, TV is littered with award shows showcasing outrageous fashions and fabulous faces. Young Jew and I behind the scenes of the Golden Globes, SAG Awards, Oscars, Grammys, and more to see what designers don on the red carpet and what's in those luxurious goodie bags. In our second and third segment, we have a very special guest, talent manager Alexis Rooser, whose clients are stars of Glee and other shows. She'll explain to us what a talent manager does and what they look for, and especially how they prepare a client for the big time. Interesting, but first, as our artsy gifts reporter, Young Jew is going to discuss those glorious goodie bags that are given out at award shows and tell us that what she would put in if she had the money and the opportunity to do so. Alright, so ever since I was a child, one of my favorite parts about birthday parties was the goodie bag at the end of the party. They were always full of interesting and cool things like pencil sharpeners, little toys, candy, that type of stuff. 
However, as we grew older, the goodie bags just faded away, as did birthday parties. Nowadays, a friend's birthday consists of dressing up in pretty dresses and going out to dinner in a nice restaurant. I guess a goodie bag wouldn't really be appropriate for such a classy occasion. Or do they? Award shows like the Grammys and Academy Awards often have many amazing goodie bags. So perhaps goodie bags may make a comeback, even as birthdays become less about party and more about occasion. At the Grammys, attendees get a full goodie bag full of amazing products ranging from fashion tape to video games to travel packages. It's a great opportunity for stores and designers to get their products and brand name out there. Attendees of last year's Oscars received a goodie bag containing products like Purell Instant Hand Sanitizer, not just any bottle of hand sanitizer, but one with a gold jelly sleeve bejeweled with crystals, chocolate boxes, and tickets to the spa. In the Academy Awards goodie bags, there are gifts ranging from espresso machines, an indoor skydiving experience, toothbrushes, and more. If you add up all these gifts, the value is about $85,000. If I was organizing an award show, I would definitely hand out goodie bags. Of course, it wouldn't be as glamorous as the Grammys or the Oscars, but all goodie bags are fun. First, I would include EO's lip balm. I recently bought one and I love it so much. It smells fantastic. One of the main assets of the EO's lip balm is the ball-like shape. I love the way my hand curls around like it, unlike traditional lip balms and lipsticks and chapsticks. There are so many colors and so many ways to have fun with lip balm. Chapped lips are a huge problem for the majority of the population, so I would definitely include something that would help so many people. Next, I would include a Polaroid camera. I got a Polaroid for a birthday a couple years ago, and I love it. Polaroids, the picture itself, make great gifts, and this camera looks like a cute little toy. I love hanging up all my Polaroids on the wall. They make great decorations. I would also include a pack of tea. I know I am especially stressed during the weekday, and a cup of tea never fails to make me feel more relaxed and ready to conquer homework and projects. Why not help your guests deal with stress? I would also give guests a pair of tickets to a musical. Musicals are such an enriching cultural experience that everyone should be able to have at least once. Some other things I would want to include would be a month-long membership to scuba diving or something of that sort, like skiing maybe. Skiing has become more common, but these unique activities that no one really does, like skydiving, I'm sure these things would be a great experience that not many people get to have on a normal daily basis. And as you can tell, all the things I would put are mostly ordinary objects that are really useful. The best goodie bags have all the things you need. I mean, in the Academy Awards or the Oscars, there's things like hand sanitizers and toothbrushes and things that you need for everyday life. So with that, I'll be waiting for the turn of goodie bags. As will I, I'm a big fan of goodie bags, and I'm so disappointed that as we grew older, they just mm -hmm. stopped giving them out. Yeah. So, <laughs> it came as a shock to me. I just thought that I'd always be getting them, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, middle school came, now high yeah. school, you can just forget about it. But yeah. what is the coolest gift bag that you've ever received? Well, actually, my friend had a really nice um, like hotel sleepover type party in freshman year, and she gave out these adorable goodie bags containing like essentials for girls, like nail polish some like 
Um, the thing you put between your toes when you're painting your nails. I'm not sure what they're called. <laughs> and, either. Yeah, but she gave us such cool stuff that is really useful. And I used it so much in freshman year, so that really inspired what I would put. I'm sure what I had was crowns and little coloring books yeah. because when I got my last one, I'm pretty sure I was in elementary school. But I really like the idea of a little, you know, survival guide mm -hmm. for girls in a goodie bag. I think that's really, really adorable. So what occasions are gift bags perfect for? Well, I think gift bags are actually really perfect for a lot of different occasions. Like, of course, birthdays and parties and stuff like that, weddings, gift bags are really great for. But also, if you expand the concept of gift, bag, they, gift bags, they become really useful for, um, like, mailing to college students, like your family or friends that went recently to college and you might want to put food, magazines, like towels, those kinds of things because I know a lot of people I've talked to tell me that once you go to college you're kind of there and there's not really all that much food and the necessities and you're just so busy trying to live in your dorm. So That's definitely, definitely true. Yeah, I know a lot of gift bags can be made into care packages and so gift bags are really great for all occasions in my opinion. For sure. So I'm actually really curious who actually fills these celebrity goodie bags anyways for these events. I'm really, really curious if you know. Yes, I actually did research this and I was kind of surprised too. But gift bags at this such a big event like the Grammys or Oscars or SAG Awards, um, designers and companies actually fill them in by donating products like Purell donates their hand sanitizer, Oral-B donates toothbrushes, like um, the Espresso company donates espresso machines. So they all pitch in so that their products will be used. I guess it's a win-win because celebrities get all this cool stuff and advertisers get to put their name out there. Yes, that's definitely true. And I remember I was watching my Super Sweet 16. I usually never watch that show. It's just so crazy and really unrealistic, just from a whole different world. But anyways, I was watching it, and I remember the one girl did give out goodie bags, and it was so crazy. She was giving out, like, flat-screen TVs oh and, like, iPods. It was so nuts. I was like, I want to go to that party. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about. I was really surprised. Like, the Academy Award goodie bag, the value is $85,000. So, oh my a goodness. ton of companies are pitching in little parts here and there. Yeah, and I mean, I'd imagine it's not even really a bag. I'm sure it's basically yeah. a truck full, you know, with an espresso machine <laughs> and all this wild yeah. stuff. That's really, really neat, though. I would but really as you were talking in the party. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shows in my near future. Yeah, yeah. But um, as you were talking, I was actually just thinking, what would I put in my <laughs> goodie bag? And I loved what you said about Polaroid cameras. I feel like I was just born in a different century. <laughs> but um, I definitely think that I would put some of my favorite sweets in, like chocolate and different candy bars, because I have such a sweet tooth. And I think that I'd also want to include a couple different of my favorite accessories, like maybe a scarf or jewelry. But then again, it's kind of hard, because if you're trying to give it to boys as well, yeah. I'm sure that planning it would be really, really difficult. Yeah, at the Grammys, actually, they give a lot of video game stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, and a lot of companies like Xbox and Nintendo give out games and game consoles, so there are stuff for both genders. 
Yeah, and I'm sure even if, let's just say, Beyonce didn't specifically <laughs> like Xbox, I'm sure she could find someone that would want it. Like or, her husband. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that getting rid of it wouldn't be a problem. Oh, but that's just getting rid of an Xbox. Yeah, yeah that would be a problem for Beyonce. Oh, I, I know. Just imagine that. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's a very lucky one. But this was very, very fun, Young Jew. Thanks so much for all the information. We have to take a short break right now. You're listening to Express Yourself on On Air Global Community, where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. When we return, Alexis Rooser, Hollywood talent manager, a major celebs, will join us. I'm Caitlin Darrow, and I'm Young Juan. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link, gossip, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party, and don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot search voice america at your favorite app store bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more we'll tackle the classics the best sellers and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan. In our next two segments, we are thrilled to have Alex Rooster as our guest. She has been a talent manager for many major stars for the past 18 years with Sharon Talent Management, a West Coast talent management company, a college inter- internship at the Dorothy Day Otis Talent Agency, led to 
to an interest in guiding and advising the careers of Los Angeles artists. Alexis has represented talent in film, television, commercials, voiceover, and print. Her clients can be seen in projects such as Disney's That's So Raven, Cheetah Girls, Malcolm in the Middle, CSI, Rules of Engagement, House, and the current Fox hit, Glee, just to name a few. So please welcome Alexis to express yourself. Hi, Alexis. Hi, how are you? Great. So happy to have you on. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So what exactly is a talent manager and what do you do? Well, technically, we guide and advise careers. Mm -hmm. So an artist would have an agent and then they'll have a manager. And an agent, actually, they create job opportunities. They go seek out auditions, which is what the actor or the artist would go out and audition for to get a job. Mm -hmm. Whereas the manager, as a talent manager, actually guide and advise them. So... We try to keep that fire lit under the agent so that they get these opportunities that the you know the agent keeps excited about them. Mm-hmm. Also, what we do is we guide them to get new pictures if necessary. We watch out for them. It's it's definitely hand holding. We have <laughs> very few clients. An agent would have a lot of clients. That's the difference. Okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense. So besides talent, of course, what else are directors looking for? Charisma, personality, talent. That's huge. Sometimes <laughs> it looks. Mostly it comes down to a vision. They want the talent to fulfill the vision that they have. And is it necessary to be a triple threat to be able to sing, dance, and act? I know a lot of um, actors nowadays are also singing and doing all sorts of projects. That's actually a good question. You know, nowadays, actually, it's pretty important. I mean, the more, the more, um, the more talents that you possess as an actor, obviously, you have more versatility, and there are more roles open to you. Mm. So it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not vital, but it is. Mm. It's actually really good. Yeah, and I definitely think that we see that on Glee specifically. I mean, mm. I feel like they can do anything. They're always singing and dancing and acting, so that's just so I would have to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I think they're pretty incredible. Yeah, they're like heroes to me. They can just do everything. So how much does beauty play in the Hollywood casting game? How much does beauty play? Yeah, like, you know, looks play in that whole regard. You know, it's not even about looks. It's about filling a vision. You know, when the writer, the director, when production is looking over a script, it's the vision. It's as if you're reading a book. It's what you picture, how you picture that that character. And when someone walks in and fulfills the vision, I think more and more nowadays, uh, I think produ- producers and directors are actually looking more at inner beauty as well. I think that's extremely important. I was actually watching the Glee Project, um, mm-hmm. which <laughs> picks the stars for Glee for one season. I remember Ryan Murphy saying how he really liked one of the um, contestants, but they didn't fit the vision, and so it was kind of sad because he was my favorite character. But <laughs> um, on another note, do exactly. a lot of stars have to hire bodyguards? Mm, you know, it depends on where you are. A lot of times productions or events will hire the bodyguards Mm -hmm. if they're expecting a lot of people Mm -hmm. but I mean unless you're Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt (laughs) and you have stalkers you're pretty much you know you can go out Mm -hmm. normally it's just it's when you're out and everyone's looking yeah definitely so 
just going back also on the whole, you know, does beauty play a role in Hollywood? I just remember hearing about the whole uh, Melissa McCarthy controversy that happened a little bit ago uh, because of her weight. People were saying that she shouldn't be an actress, a few critics. And I think that it's really interesting because nowadays I think that if you have talent, no matter who you are, what you look like, I think that just like what you said, I think that if you feel a vision, it's important to remember. It just came up in my mind. I remembered it. So I think that that's, that's really important good. to keep in mind. Yeah. It is. It's it's a vision. It's just like when you read a book. When you read a book, you picture this character. You picture what they look like. It's a description, but you picture it in your head. And when that person walks into the room, honestly, that person may not even be the most talented actor. But when they walk into the room and that's what the vi- that's the vision, that's what people have seen in their heads, all of a sudden you're the character and they want to bring you up to you know they'll they'll get you coaches they'll do whatever they have to do because you fulfill the vision so what do actors usually pay agents managers and publicists do they work out a commission or is it worked a little bit differently it is normally a commission basis agents are a standard 10 percent and managers they can vary from 10 to 15 percent but they usually start at 15%. Wow. So after paying all of these different people, is there a lot of money left for the talent themselves? When you're making a lot of money. <laughs> money. <laughs> That's true. You know, but sometimes so, I have to tell you, the more money you make, mm-hmm. you know, the more bills you have just all That's around. True. Like you said, sometimes you have to get bodyguards. Sometimes you have to get security. As as you make more money and you're more yeah. in the limelight, you know, you're famous and now all of a sudden you have these more issues and so yeah. therefore you do have to put more money into it. Yeah. I know a lot of things have been going on with Justin Bieber and mm-hmm. um, I know when he was starting out, he probably didn't have to have all these different people like bodyguards and like people who... Right stop paparazzi but now that he's so famous he does need those people but on the other hand he is Mm -hmm. making that much more it's almost hard to picture him without a bodyguard because of how popular he is it's Mm -hmm. so strange to think that there was a time where he was just plain old justin and he didn't have to have a bodyguard it's true so do you ever find that your clients change after they become celebrities whether it be for the best or whether sometimes it be for the worst i have been very very fortunate my clients they've been successful and they actually have stayed very grounded if you keep a good team around you then you tend to stay who you are it's actually the people around them that change more their friends as opposed to the person the actual artist the artist is pretty much the same wow interesting right yeah mm-hmm. so do you ever find um thing or have you ever had an author dramatically change what kind of genre they were in? Like an artist filming like romantic comedy suddenly go into dra- dramatic, like serious movies? Has that ever happened? Oh, you know, most actors do cross over. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had anyone that has been one, have been in one genre solely and then switched. My artists are rather versatile. Mm-hmm. They're extremely talented, and so they cross all different boundaries. So I've been very fortunate. They're either, you know, maybe some have been very good at comedy. If someone actually wanted to be a talent manager, how would they start this career? Because as you're talking about this, I just think that's so interesting. And you're able to attend all these events and meet these people. I just think that's a really, really cool career that I'm sure keeps you on your toes. So how would someone get started in it? 
You know, as with any career someone chooses, sometimes they find themselves falling into a direction that they never thought that they would go go in. But at the same time, with anything that you do, you should have a passion for it. And with managing, I definitely, I say college first. <laughs> college, college, college. Get an education. Learn about marketing because when you're in any business, you know, you, you're, you have a product and you need to know what your part, product is. You need to know what your market is. And so go to college, learn, get educated, find out about marketing, find out what your product is, learn business and go from there because you're selling a product. That's what I recommend. Go to college and get yourself immersed as much as you can. Intern, surround yourself in it, learn about it, do everything that you can to get involved, watch movies, watch TV. You have to learn your, whatever you're doing, you have to research your occupation. So do as much information or I'm sorry, do as much research as you possibly can. And unfortunately, we are out of time, but fortunately, Alexis will be returning for the next segment. So stay tuned. And I'm Young Juan. I'm Caitlin Darrow. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And check us out on Tumblr at tumblr.com slash blog slash be the star you are radio. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. I'm Young Juwan, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. I'm Caitlin Darrow, talent manager to the stars. Alexis Rooster is with us today. She's already described the role of a manager and how she's developed talent. 
Now we want to ask her about preparing clients for the red carpet, award shows, interviews, etc. Thanks, Alexis, for staying with us here on Express Yourself for another segment. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So how exactly do you prepare stars to meet the press or deal with the paparazzi? Wow. Um, you know, honestly, there really is no preparation for paparazzi. <laughs> they just come and you, as an artist, you learn to deal with them as they come into your world <laughs> because one day they really just appear but as far as the red carpet goes you know we do essentially what you do if you're preparing for an interview we go over possible questions we go over potential answers we run through everything so that they're ready for it when it comes along and that way when they get on that red carpet they know exactly what to expect and it's interesting, too, because you never really think of the stars as preparing. At least for me, I just always think of especially stars like Beyonce and women like that. That just seems so perfect. You never think of them as having to rehearse. Mm -hmm. You just think of it as they just know the answer right mm -hmm. off the top of their head. So that is a really, really interesting point to know that even they need some practice sometimes. Practice mm -hmm. does make perfect. But do you think that stars ever really get used to the Well, first I just want to say everyone that is successful always prepares they always do the research they are ready to go that's number one secondly as far as do you get used to it you know what you actually do you get used to walking out your door and seeing people you get used to eating meals and having people come up to you having fans come up and the person that has really worked hard for it they understand it they accept it and they welcome it you know, sometimes you want to eat a meal, but you do understand, so you do get used to it. And what is the best part of your job? You know, for me, I have to say the best part of the job for me is meeting someone who I believe in, who I see something in, mm -hmm. and to watch them grow and watch them develop and to be able to assist in molding them and watching their career take off just as you would a child. You watch mm -hmm. them grow. And for me, it's you know, watching somebody come to me and say, this is what I would like to do and putting in the time and effort and then watching them do it. That gives me the shivers. That's what makes me tingle. And that's what keeps me coming back for more. <laughs> so on the flip side of things, what's the worst part about your job? Goodness for me, um, <laughs> I have to say, I really don't have a worst part. I'm so fortunate that I actually love my job. You know, it can be, there can be some long hours involved, but for me, I love it, and therefore, I do it. I'm fortunate. So that's, that's good, and I think that it's important to love your job, then you don't even remember that you're working. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what events do you go to? Do you come with the stars on the red carpet events to prepare them, or what do you attend? I've been to many red carpet mm -hmm. events. I've been to many talk show um, filmings, tapings, you know, to prepare. I've been to goodness I can't even think I've been to all of it <laughs> I've been to concerts wow. I've been to um, extravagant you know vacations just all kinds of different things and you know it's fun it really is neat but at the same time sometimes you have to remember it's almost not real it's almost not reality and so you enjoy it and you take a take it with a grain of salt and just take in every moment and so I have a, actually a question about being a talent manager. Um, do mm -hmm. clients come to you, or do you pick prospective clients? Have you, had a, have you ever had to reject people? You know, you reject people all the time just mm -hmm. because, at least for what I do, 
-hmm. I like to really handhold and I like to make my client part of my family because for me, when I love them, it makes me want to work for them. It it helps (laughs) me keep my passion and also, you know, it's one of the reasons I love what I do. So for me, I have a very select group of people maybe 15, 16 people. And because of that, unfortunately, I do have to reject people and maybe not always because of talent, but sometimes it's just because the two of us don't mix Mm -hmm. and we just have different visions of where they want their career to go and where I think it should go. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. You know, it's unfortunate, but it's what happens. So you mentioned that you have about maybe 15 clients. So what (laughs) clients in Pacific have you worked with? I'm not sure if that's confidential to know which stars in Pacific, but I know you mentioned a lot of TV shows that I actually watch. So I was a bit Mm -hmm. curious. Well, Orlando Brown from that (laughs) show, currently Naya Rivera, who's on Glee. She plays Santana. Yes. (laughs) Sabrina Bryan from from uh, Cheetah Girls fame. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I know. Quite a few people. And what other jobs are like being a manager? Are there any similar careers for someone to take up? You could be an agent. Mm-hmm. You know, an agent An agent is very similar. Um, yeah. Even an entertainment lawyer. It's all very similar. It's hand-holding. It's dealing with your clients. So as far as entertainment goes, I would have to say that those would be pretty close. And do you work a lot with the talent's agent? We do. We work directly with the talent's agent. That's what we do. We act as a as a um, mediator between the agent and the client. So have you ever had any problems with production companies? Because I've actually heard of many Disney Channel stars who wanted to break away from their production companies. And I've just heard of that before. So I was wondering if you've ever had that. Like I know Miley Cyrus, for example, um, did that with Hannah Montana. I still love her, of course. She's amazing, but... Um, you know, I wouldn't say that it's that, that they don't want to be associated with past productions. It's just you have a contract with the company for a certain yeah. number of seasons. And when your contract ages out, you know, a lot of times the actor has aged out. So I, I think that's a misrepresentation. Is It's not a problem with the production company. It's just your contract's over. Mm-hmm. Just like a, another job that you might have that you're only supposed to be at for a short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> And how old are most of the stars when you first start mentoring them? You know, we have all ages, but I personally love the little kids, such mm-hmm. as four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. I love that age group. And I also love 18, 19, 20, 21. <laughs> when they're that age, they can also play teenagers. So yeah. I happen to love just the younger group. Do a lot of them do schooling on set or do they still go to a regular school? Because I always wondered how would they have the time to film and still go to school? They do both, actually. Uh, wow. If you're on a series and you have you have three weeks on if you're on a half-hour comedy and you usually have one week off every month. So three weeks on, you would have a tutor. And sometimes that fourth week, they keep the tutor. Other times, the students will actually go back to normal school that month. Or if they film for, like a lot of Disney shows will film during the summer months and only going to school a little bit. So they'll go to normal school during the rest of the school year. And do you think that younger kids, like for the four or five age group, are too young to be involved in the production business? You know, I don't think that anyone is ever too involved. I think mm-hmm. it's more the parents. I think oh. I think how you how any child is is raised is what's really important in their environment at home. And if acting is a extracurricular activity and it's something that 
adds to a child's life. It's like being on a soccer team. It can be really great and provide wonderful opportunities. So with the younger kids again, how do you keep their attention span on task, especially at such a young age? I have a little sister, and I could not even imagine trying to prepare her for an interview or a red carpet. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how you're able to do that. That's amazing. You know, that's a great question. At, at a young age, if they are involved in the business, it's usually because they really want to be. When they're on set, yeah. they put them on stage on the set for in small increments. So they might be on for 20 or 30 minutes, maybe even 10 minutes. But everyone, you know, they have professionals that know how to work with these kids, and they just keep them going, and they give them breaks. They put them in school. They give them recess, just different <laughs> things. So, yeah, you can keep their attention span. You just learn how to work with that. And do you have any exciting projects lined up for the near future? You know, unfortunately, I can't talk about things that are coming up. <laughs> well, but, I'm sure um, we'll be hearing about As they soon. come up, we can talk about them. All but right. I can't them now. So, unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you, Alexis, for sharing some very important tips that will help teens who are interested in a career of acting understand the role of a manager. Keep visiting us at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan, and we'll be right back after a short break. Visit, visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com, and don't go away. We'll be right back with more information about fashion and award shows. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens.
Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juon. And our show today has focused on Hollywood, award shows, talent management, paparazzi, and more. I talked about those expensive goodie bags. Now, Caitlin, who has recently returned from the New York Fashion Week, is going to give us insight on the wardrobe, jewelry, designers, and more that has become integrated in the entire Hollywood celebrity aura. Yes, today's show has been quite glamorous. So... <laughs> During New York Fashion Week, I was in the city and I had the chance to attend a few Fashion Week events, which was so exciting, including a fashion show where I actually had a press pass and I was able to personally interact with designers and models. So that was really, really interesting to just talk like them, like they were a friend and it didn't feel like an interview because they were all so kind and were all very, very excited to talk with me. So I also went to Lulu's Style Studio Party in Manhattan. Lulu's.com is an online website with fabulous clothing so I loved loved the styling event and to finish off my fashionable weekend I met two teenage girls who you may recognize from the hit reality TV show keeping up with the Kardashians Kendall and Kylie Jenner they were promoting their new line at PacSun and they were also modeling in the red dress with their mom Chris so it was really great to meet them in person since they're such fashion icons especially for teenagers like me this was just a very small portion of my weekend. We're actually going to be having a radio show soon about New York Fashion Week and my experiences there. So be sure to tune in for that coming up if you want to hear more. Anyways, today's theme is all about the award show that have been taking place. A huge part of any award show is, of course, fashion. In this segment, I'm going to focus on fashion at the Grammys in Pacific. This show actually had a lot of controversy leading up to the broadcast because of the memo they sent out. They asked that the stars stay adequately covered since it is a family show with young children and teens tuning in to watch. I took to social media and the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram world seemed split on the issue. Beyonce wore a pantsuit, which was a little bit unusual for a red carpet event, but nonetheless, I thought she totally rocked it. Some say she opted for pants because of the memo. Celebrities like Katy Perry and J-Lo weren't deterred by the letter, though, and wore gowns that didn't exactly meet the Grammys guidelines, to say the least. <laughs> CBS stated that they sent the same fashion guidance letter to the stars last year as well, so this wasn't a new notification. Youngju, what do you think about the guidelines? Well, actually, I'm sort of split between two sides myself. Um, I do think that fashion, especially runway fashion, should be a personal icon of your individuality and creativity. But at the same time, I do understand CBS's issues with um, programming and having kids maybe see these gowns that aren't exactly appropriate. So I do think there is a balance that can be met. And I absolutely do think Beyonce rocked it. And I think she can rock anything. Yeah, that's what I was telling all my friends. Mm -hmm. I was like, she could wear a trash bag. Yeah, it would, like, it would be the new thing. It was just amazing. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> exactly, actually, all the girls would be wanting yeah. to wear it. I actually got my prom dress at lulus.com. So it's really exciting <gasps> hearing oh. that you visited their style studio. Yes, yes. And what are your thoughts on these guidelines? 
Well, in this case, I totally understand where you're coming from, but I do have to say I agree with the event organizers who created the dress code. Like I said, many young people are watching who are easily influenced, and many teenagers, of course myself included, consider many celebrities their role model, and I think that staying modest is important, and I'm just really glad that the awards show is promoting that message to their viewers, but... At being at the fashion show, I saw many gowns and many outfits that I personally would not wear. But <laughs> I think that everyone has their own style. And yeah. if they want to wear that, I don't know, maybe they should be able to. It's a very hard debate because I could see it go either way. Yeah, definitely. It's a hard debate with any type of issue like this. But my dad and I were actually watching Project Runway. Well, I was watching and he was just sitting there and kind of looking at it. <laughs> but um, he was telling me how weird the fashion looked to him. And I guess even to me because it's not something we wear, like everyday clothing. So fashion mm. definitely is a little bit of, a little bit out there, I guess. And what was your favorite dress of the night? Well, I loved, loved, loved Carrie Underwood's gown. It was mm -hmm. literally magical, and it lit up for those who didn't see it. I thought <laughs> that she just looked like a princess, and she really did look gorgeous. And she actually did abide by the Grammys dress code, so that was always a plus. And mm -hmm. I just think that the whole dress was very show-stopping, and it took everyone's breath away. And, of course, she sang her <laughs> song, Blown Away, and, boy, did Carrie Underwood blow me away, as corny as it sounds. She totally did. Yeah, I love watching these performances. There were some really good ones this year. As yeah, and especially Taylor Swift's <laughs> whole circus, you know, type of yeah. performance. That was very interesting. And her and the little punch at Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I don't think anyone missed that. <laughs> but what were some of your favorite styles that you spotted on the red carpet when the Grammys aired? Well, the singer Kimbra, she mm -hmm. wore a beautiful custom-made dress, which I was very sad to find out. I thought that it was something I could just buy off the racks, <laughs> but of course not. These stars usually don't wear things from the stores that I <laughs> shop at, like Forever 21. But anyways, I wish they did. <laughs> uh, an Australian designer named Jane Lee actually made the dress, so I don't think I'm going to be in contact with Jane <laughs> Lee anytime soon, but... It's a name to keep in mind because he's a great designer. So the basic fabric was a baby blue silk tulle, and it actually had pearls sewn into the bodice of the gown, so it was a favorite. Yeah, I actually saw that on NBC and all the stuff, all the websites after the Grammys aired, and that one was one of the favorites. Yeah, it's so unique, and I'm sure Forever 21 or Urban Outfitters will do a little <laughs> spin soon. So fingers maybe, crossed. Yeah, maybe you can get a dress that's like it. <laughs> but what was the most outrageous article of clothing or hairdo you saw while watching the Grammys? I know there's a lot of weird clothes that come up. <laughs> yes. Well, there's actually a singer, and her name is Curly. And I hadn't previously heard of her, but she was wearing very outrageous hair and makeup. She was wearing a headband, and it had horns attached. And her makeup included pink eyebrows, which is something you don't always see every day. But it was very Lady Gaga-esque. It reminded me a lot of her. And as I said, I had not heard of Curly before. <laughs> but after seeing her crazy look, she did catch my attention. And I did end up Googling her. She just goes to show that being unique will capture people's attention. Definitely. Whether it be good or bad, we don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> but were there any dresses that you didn't like? 
Well, personally, I have to say, I just hate the hot or not list or the best and worst dress list. I always see them in the magazines, and they really bother me just because I think that everyone has their own style, and everyone's really beautiful in their own way. I know that sounds so corny, but it's true. <laughs> and if the celebrity liked the dress, and if he or she was comfortable in it, I guess guys wouldn't be wearing a dress. But <laughs> if the guy was comfortable in his outfit, then that's really all that matters. And I just think that everyone looked really fabulous in their own way during the Grammys so there wasn't anything that I specifically didn't like there were a few things that I would not wear myself mm -hmm. but I think that everyone has their own little taste of style so yeah I definitely agree with that and um, even when really uh, fashionable people wear ordinary things it looks good because it matches their personality and their ideas so fashion is all about matching to what you you like and what you look good in what it's comfortable for you yes exactly even if it's uh pink eyebrows if you <laughs> rock it that is great but i don't think i'll be wearing that anytime soon yeah unfortunately we are out of time again thanks so much caitlin for the fashion advice it's hard to imagine how much time and energy it must take to prepare for these award shows and red carpet events i guess we'll worry about it when we partake right I'll wait, Young Ju. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be prepared after today's show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Don't forget to check out btsya.com to keep up with us. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juwan. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your vo th thoughts, and we want to answer your questions, so email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. And check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with Be The Star You Are Charity by books and t-shirts in our store and sign up for a free newsletter you can even make a donation to keep be the star you are alive and thanks again for joining us thank you to alexis rooster who was a great guest until next time remember express yourself thanks for joining us this week on express yourself Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the you would let yourself go